0: Welcome to Screen Talk, IndieWire's weekly podcast. I'm Eric Cohn, joined as always with Ann Thompson, who is, I think, probably about to be very relieved by the end of a long, long Oscar season. We are here, I'm in New York, about to travel out to L.A. Anne is in the office in L.A., and we are just a few days from this very long Oscar season coming to a close with the, with the ceremony. And finally we can talk about the movies we think are going to win for the last time, because the next time we talk, everything will have won and we can see what we were wrong about. But, and you finally got your predictions out there. I guess the real question is, how likely are you to second guess yourself in the next few hours?
1: I feel okay about it. There are a couple of categories which we'll get to, which are really tough to call. And
0: yeah, if more than the ever, right?
1: Pool. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be original and adapted screenplay and picture.
0: That's yeah,
1: a, that's a horse race, and it's going to be um, the shorts. <laughs> no,
0: your shorts. Yeah.
1: Otherwise, uh, it's pretty clear. Uh, but cinematography is is a toss up also
0: yeah but i mean it is it it has felt like every few months if you were to go back and listen to our podcast you could see how this narrative has shifted it's gotten so amorphous and it really does feel like a wide open field in ways that it hasn't been in a long I time. Use right? Use the
1: word amorphous. I would say that there's been a narrative, and the narrative started. But it changed a, a lot. Front runner, which was the power of the dog, yeah, which was solidified even in recent weeks by big wins at BAFTA and DGA and Critics' Choice Awards. Even in the you know current time frame, as as ballots were were being uh, opened up, and and yet the code of narrative, it all comes down to a story. It all comes down to a narrative and the code of narrative took over.
0: And so very I, I costly. This
1: isn't the word. I would say it's all very clear except <laughs> for a few very contentious categories.
0: But clear, clear in a way that we, we weren't necessarily predicting six months ago. I mean, it does feel like something changed at the, you know, once these nominations <laughs> happened and it had to do with money and it had to do with campaigns gaining traction in different kinds of way, let's be honest. That, there's a lot of different factors here. So,
1: Eric, all of those things, those are the things that make people watch the movies. Mm-hmm. And there's another well, that's a good thing. that Mike Nichols complained about once mm-hmm. on, uh, on some talk show. I think it was Charlie Rose. He complained bitterly that there was this snowball effect that would occur every year, where all these winners would create more momentum and more momentum for the winners. That is what happens, but you don't pay for that. That happens at the awards uh, level when all these people win you know, the same award over and over again, like Troy Kotzer. Um, and in a way, they're reflecting those different groups, those different bodies. But in another way, it's it's about people jumping on on onto onto the winner's wagon. Uh, a lot of people were accusing the Critics' Choice Awards of doing that. of, of of anticipating what the winners were and, and voting for them. And I don't think that's what they do, but something does happen where everything becomes predictable.
0: Well, you also start to see the same names over and over again, and different voting bodies are, are not immune to that. So there is an element of, of that as well. And uh, I mean, it feels like when people vote, on some level, they're also being reminded of 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 certain things they've already heard about, and that's why the Globes was powerful. You could argue that's why critics groups had some sway this year in certain yeah, certain categories again, it's
1: about getting them so, to see the movies. Yeah, getting them to win. But it. But there's no art. There's no way to ignore the fact that SAG got the ball rolling. It was the first big live event after uh, all the postponements. And on that night, like Parasite a few years ago, Coda became the surprise ensemble winner. And it created
0: a, a twist ending of sorts to this of, season. Of,
1: of momentum that has gone a ahead.
0: year after it was acquired at Sundays. But we'll talk about that when we get to that big category. So let let's get into it. I'm gonna do a kooky thing I did last year, which is set a two-minute-ish timer for each category so we don't get too carried away here but we'll see, we might be able to bundle stuff together and consolidate because we got a lot. at the start. So we're
1: starting at the bottom of the predictions list um, with a bunch of craft uh, categories. And I'm going to predict that uh, Dune is going to win six Oscars, if I'm right. Now, there are a couple of categories where it's not a sure thing. One of the ones where it is a sure thing is best visual effects. So it is the biggest budget, biggest, uh, ex- it, it isn't the biggest budget movie that's in this category, but it's the most beautiful and artistic and creative one.
0: The most widely appreciated for creating a, a world, as Correct. it were, compared to something like, say, Free Guy or the Bond film or something right, like which, that.
1: Right, and I liked those films very much, but I don't think they can compete with Dune. So Dune. Okay, no argument. And then we go to sound again dune <laughs> because it's innovative because they created can't unhear uh, it <laughs> they worked with hans zimmer and the you know it's a beautiful sound design
0: and that's e- all that's of, easy yeah all
1: the gizmos and gadgets and, you
0: don't uh, see like everything. belfast sneaking in there or something like no. that so
1: uh, no time to die would be good but it's not going to happen <laughs> and i'm going to skip up to the other original score we'll come back to song hans zimmer. Is, yeah. and hans zimmer created instruments he went into his studio with a guy mm-hmm. with big steel sheets and you know clanged on things and you know they just had uh they they, they did some beautiful things um and I I just think he outdid himself
0: uh, it's also a long
1: time since he won for lion king
0: well yeah and and celebrity does matter with it. I mean it's hard to unsee the fact that Hans Zimmer is the most famous person in that category. It's, and I people look at him. He's the Meryl Streep wins. of, of yes. composers right now, right? I mean, John Williams hasn't. Of the line, more.
1: but he's also at the top of the line because he's good. And one of the smart things that he's done, there was one, um, we're gonna get into our two minute rule. There's one.
0: Yeah, we're uh, getting close, uh, oh no. I'll one give view, you I'll give you a break on this one just because it's important, where,
1: you know, oh, Hans Zimmer gets everything and he brings in all these, you know, un, un, unsung uh, unknowns and they get 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 them to do all the work for him. It isn't. He's really changed that narrative. It's really more like he gives other people opportunities to learn. And
0: and he's moved past the, the punchline like of the bra the, thing yeah, yeah, to, to all, do other kinds of stuff. Something.
1: So Johnny Greenwood did a great job in The Power of the Dog, and I'm rooting for Johnny Greenwood to win at some point, but I don't think this is.
0: He'll he'll keep at it. He had three scores this fall, so I doubt he's going to slow down now.
1: Best original song is probably uh, the Bond song, No Time to Die. And the reason for that is that there's a tradition uh, going back a long way, but recently Adele, uh, Sam Smith. uh, So I I think Billie Eilish will take
0: that. I I feel like I have to argue on this one, though, because to me, there has been so much love for Encanto and Lin-Manuel and the EGOT narrative that if there was an upset with him winning, it wouldn't be completely out of thin air. I mean, a, he's, I he's in the, yeah, uh,
1: I, I went back and forth on this a little bit. Las Arguitas is, is, is a good song. They should have done, uh, Bruno talk about Bruno,
0: but he's going to perform it anyway. And that song went viral. It was massive. So he's been out there invisible. and visible. And Canto is also he's popular and animated. So
1: people like him in the room. Uh, and, and, but I don't think people vote for something because it's, um, because it's an egot contender, I think they have They, I think they love the Billie Eilish song, and she did a good job. And it just doesn't seem to be uh, the year that it's going to be knocked out.
0: Well, I'm going to put them down for fun, but also, man, there's a lot of stars in this category, so we'll see what we actually get to experience at the show. But they're that, only, that part, gonna, of it is.
1: I mean, Van Morrison isn't going, but Beyonce he's the only one. Billie yeah. Eilish and. Uh, yep. Sebastian, or whatever his name is, the guy from Las Dos Is his name Stan? Is it Sebastian Stan? Is that right? Is that
0: it sounds that right? about right.
1: <laughs> and then we have um, the uh, Reba McIntyre. So we're going to yep. have a lot of stars at the Oscars. Yep.
0: All right, so we did song and score. I guess that brings us to production design.
1: So that's another Dune. That's another craft for Dune uh, with those great brutalist buildings and well again what you said before world building the arrakis planet and the other the harkonnen planet the house atreides planet yeah a lot of good stuff
0: hard to argue in another year where nightmare alley was stronger you could see an argument there because the production design there is also quite striking and so you know, is the you tragedy could see of it. macbeth i suppose so yeah but i mean i, I suppose those three. In a way i mean the throwback element of nightmare alley in particular i still feel like that's the strongest aspect of that movie but it is. you know it's, you it was definitely
1: not humming the sets when you walked out of that yeah, movie.
0: exactly exactly so but, but i um, agree it's Dude, not a popular film unfortunately but it was nice to see it kind of get into the conversation a bit at the end of the day so we have makeup and hair styling next which is another one that uh you know uh isn't necessarily about the quality of the movie and how many people love it as a whole so much as the achievements, right? Yeah. So this is another of, case of where the, the of the art the, form. The
1: best actress race and the ha- makeup and hairstyling are likely to link up, and uh, like in Darkest Hour with Gary Oldman. Um, so I think that um, Jessica Chastain and and her transformation into this televangelist with the with the makeup and the and the endurance that she had to uh, submit to, you know, I, I think she gets it.
0: International feature film—that's been a fascinating category to talk about. Obviously, you know this this category has had a lot of conversations around it. Changed name, you know, Parasite became a best picture winner and won that category. Drive My Car is in best picture and strong in this category. So, would you say it's a total no brainer that this movie wins, as many are saying it will?
1: Oh yeah, it because because it has a it has a, a, a um an obvious constituency. You can see that it's a Best Picture nominee, it's it's actually a director, and it has a stronger case for Best Picture than CODA does, in a way, because CODA didn't get director or editing or anything, but this has- What play. an upset
0: that that would be.
1: <laughs> director, and uh international and best picture so yeah it, it'll it win,
0: seems like really a no-brainer better. there there is an argument i've heard that's interesting i hate that word but it is one that would be worth talking about if that upset happened where one says well worst person in the world is a really popular movie with the academy it's done well and it's more accessible frankly so if there's an upset it it could be that one. I mean, you walk in Trier. Spoiler. Um, yeah, for sure. That could happen. And it
1: got a screenplay nomination as well. So there's some support there. Um, and it's a very popular movie. Uh, but Drive My Car, it, 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 you know, Worst Person in the World didn't get Director and Best Picture. So let's assume that Drive My Car has more votes. So um, next up on my list is Best Live Action Short.
0: I mean, this category is really it makes or breaks things in a way that I think is it, kind of fascinating. Is how, this is
1: how you win your Oscar pool, but that's yeah. my caveat here.
0: <laughs> it could be wrong. It's also a
1: category where there are no consensus picks. Yeah. It's, everybody just is sort of idiosyncratic about it. There's no way to, there are no other award shows that give prizes to these things. There's
0: yeah, I was going through them and I was like, oh, that's the one. And then I watched another one and I was like, oh, maybe it could be that one. And then I was like, I bet you could walk, go to two different Academy screenings and hear very different conversations on the, because ba- they're in national there a lot of them are very good and sorry about my timer but a lot of them are very good but i think that it's it really kind of depends on who actually watched them and how it struck them in the moment so let's get into it because that no, that is has, a good question it has question.
1: definitely struck me that women and men respond to these in a different way mm-hmm. and uh the other thing is that usually the way to judge this category the all three of them is which is the most moving which is the most emotionally compelling what makes you cry and which one has the most serious subject matter. (laughs) Animated short is slightly different. But live action short, in my view, on my mind, is the one that really pulled the tear ducts for me. Um, And you keep in mind that Academy voters are older, most of them. So this is about a man who's trying to say goodbye. He wants to do a karaoke song to say goodbye to his dying wife. I was very moved by it.
0: I liked it quite a bit. My, my pick would be the Riz Ahmed film that's nominated. It's, it's a long goodbye. It's a very disturbing film that, uh, you know, was produced by uh, Riz Ahmed, who stars. And uh, the way in which it deals with oppression and immigration is so upsetting in such a short, sort of condensed Period of time that to me it feels like that's the one that a lot of people will remember the most, even if it's not necessarily the best filmmaking. But I also really like The Dress, a Polish film about I a, like a, a little dress, person I mean, uh, don't looking for love.
1: When uh, I think Alla Katchu is the other one that could do very well. It's it's a, a devastating portrait of a young woman yeah. trying to escape the strictures of rural life, and and uh, it, 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 she's stolen. She's actually stolen and, and made to marry someone she doesn't even know, and her family goes along with it.
0: Yeah, that one is is quite, ing- in fact, that one could be even a feature film in the way that be. it's sort of structured.
1: Best documentary short. So in this category, um, there's two veteran filmmakers, uh, Pedro Kos and John Schenk, who have done a, a film about the homeless called Lead Me Home, and it's set in Seattle, uh, your hometown. and uh, sure is. In, the, uh, in San Francisco and, and Los Angeles, which are, you know, in some ways, as Harry Shearer used to say, the home of the homeless. Um, but it's, it's a very um, – I just imagine that the people who see this are going to respond as powerfully as I did to these people and how upsetting it is, what they have to live with. And,
0: you know, when I was in middle middle school, we actually did a, a trip where we spent the night in a homeless shelter, albeit not with the homeless people, but it was even back then the, the homeless problem in Seattle was so bad. So it really took me back to that moment, seeing this movie. Netflix is really strong in this category. It has, uh, I think it's three, three shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, And then there's the New York Times, Op-Docs, Queen of Basketball, which is a real crowd pleaser, obviously. That's
1: the popular favorite to win. Um, And I have that as the spoiler, and it could very well win. And All five of these films are excellent.
0: Yeah, it's a really strong strong category this year. I would also say that Audible is a film that, especially in the year of CODA, might stand out to people. And this is about a a football team at the Maryland School for the Deaf. Uh, So obviously the way in which it captures deaf communication and, and so forth. But in a dot context, I think it's sort of piggybacks off the coda narrative. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's a, a one that, that ends up taking charge, too. So we'll see. And then we have one more short film category that will be televised.
1: The Queen of Basketball is very strong because because it's about this woman who is an extraordinarily gifted basketball player. And she narrates the film and uh, she actually was recruited by the nba and somehow it just didn't work out partly because she's a woman partly because she didn't have enough confidence or the resources or the ability to imagine being able to to do it and then she ended up uh dying uh this year after the movie was made so it's sort of a touching thing
0: yeah i like that, that film quite a bit i had no idea about her story so yeah. All right, so we got one more short category.
1: Now I'm talking myself into the queen of basketball as the winner.
0: No, you can't go back. But There's Head no going Me back. Take
1: Me Home is a great movie. It's the best movie. It's, it's the best one. Okay, where are we going? We're going to animated short now. So animated short. You and I had a little argument about this yesterday. And when I actually sat down to figure out what was going to win, I agreed with you that Robin <laughs> Robin will
0: win. And why is that? Because it's well, the it's big awesome. Netflix it's accessible it's charming it's got great music
1: they, they've won three times before uh, it's sort of like Pixar or Disney. I mean,
0: Ardman, right. A
1: real, uh, under, you know, it's a well-known and loved and admired brand. And so it's a beautiful, beautiful movie about a little uh, hatchling uh, robin that gets adopted by uh, um, a pack of mice. And, then, it? and then it has beautiful, uh, really charming British voices like Richard T. Grant.
0: Yeah, that, that was amazing. Yeah, no, I, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. When I was watching it, it was like the Ardman guys, you know, can do no wrong i mean it's i've been a fan for for years so that seems like a no-brainer but there's some lots of good stuff i mean the thing i always enjoy about the animated shorts category is is that it's he's also it's international it's a great array of animation styles and you know they can be some longer some shorter robin robin is the longest of them i believe but the others are, are super innovative too so all right so we got that done most important part of the ballot now What's everything else should be easy. for
1: the for the anime
0: ah spoiler that's a good question probably ballot uh ballet box, box ballet yeah that's yep. the one i like yeah that's my I favorite think
1: that's the one the, i really
0: like but that's a charmer too yeah it's yeah. a little more eccentric it reminded me of bill plimpton stuff a little bit or something it's like kind yeah. of dark but also really cute in a way so it's
1: romantic it's it's yeah. very sad it's about a a, a ballerina uh, who's being abused by, by her, her director. And, and, and her neighbor is this old, aging, hulking boxer, you know, sort of a, 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 a hulking guy. who uh, And they sort of fall in love and look after each other, and I was very moved by it.
0: No, it's it's a good one. It's a good one. People should watch these. I mean, their shorts HD still puts them out. They're available, and, they're and that's one of the better, n- the nicer things to come out of the craziness of, of award season. Season is a platform for these films. So,
1: editing is a big category. It's one of the categories. It's going to be. Oh, so th- let's talk about this, Eric. You and I are going to be going to the Oscars. We're going to be um, doing the red carpet routine. It's always very exciting, and we're going to be rushing in to get there in time for the four o'clock hour ahead because we're going to be in the room. And and we're going to yep. be reporting on what goes on when those eight categories are yep. awarded, and we're going to be uh, filing uh, to people who can type it up and and send. Yeah, because just because
0: all. the the red carpet will still be going on and the show won't have started, these categories are going to be hugely valuable, especially the one we're about to talk about because it really does portend a best picture nominee. So it's so weird to think about the show starting. But maybe it doesn't this year. Well, but people are still going to be watching it and seeing what happens in that respect. People think that
1: editing is often going to foretell a picture, but they've been more separated than not uh, a lot of times in recent years. And in this case, um, CODA isn't nominated. And in the history of the Oscars, it is extremely rare for for a Best Picture win with no... Editing nomination. So that's a. What was the last time? 1932
0: it was, it was or something? Birdman. Bird, Birdman. Oh, Birdman. Okay, I'm I'm getting other Birdman, records. Birdman.
1: It, was it feels like that was that. A long. one a one shot movie.
0: Right. So it didn't get in there. But everyone yeah that one was sort of like grand hotel is the
1: example of a movie winning best picture without a director nomination it's it's mm-hmm. it's a rare thing too um so coda would if it wins bucks a lot of things but editing i'm going to say it's going to go for joe walker for dune who's um he's been nominated four times and he uh, is uh he works with villeneuve villeneuve didn't get nominated for director um he's going to win a lot
0: it's I was thinking Don't Look Up had a lot of momentum here because it's juggling so many stories. If At the it wins beginning, anything, it did. It did. If it wins anything, though, you got to give credit to this category as having a, some sort of leg up, right? I mean, it's. People,
1: people like Don't it. Look Up, yeah, and some people don't like it, and some people take it seriously, and some people don't. It's the one that's been seen by the most people on Netflix. The thing that's going on with Don't Look Up is do, how seriously do they take it? Is the environmental message. Strong enough, or and and the idea is that that um Hank Corwin is an extraordinary editor. I thought he should win this at the beginning, but the Ace Eddies went to Pamela Martin for the for the uh for King Richard, who was nominated for the I don't know if that tells
0: what that tells you necessarily. It's a sports
1: movie, it's an action film in some ways, as well as a family drama, and she did a really good job with it.
0: So you're, you're thinking of that as a spoiler more than Don't Look Up. But man, what a what an fascinating category this is if it ends up not having the Best Picture winner, because those That's are it. all films that are well-liked for their because, craft.
1: Because no one's talking about the editing of The Power of the Dog.
0: No, it hasn't really been central in the, in the conversation about it. So let's not count on that one. Or Tick, Tick, Boom, even if it is pretty well-assembled. But um, yeah, I, I hear where you're coming from. I'm still going to put down Don't Look Up because I have less on the line, we'll see where we're at once we get through that category. (laughs) All right. What else? Where are we off to? So now we're
1: going to get a documentary feature, and that is likely to be Summer of Soul. And you think it's Flea, don't
0: you? No, I don't. I I would like it to be Flea. And and it's uh, the category that reminds me of what I don't enjoy in this season where you're like rooting for one movie over another one, you really like them both. I mean, *Summer of Soul* exactly, is extraordinary, right. but but I think you know *Flee* is it was my favorite movie of last year. What it does on so many levels is really exciting. And at one point in time, it seemed like if it was going to win one category, maybe it would be this one, but not anymore. Given the the pattern we've seen the last few weeks and the love for quest love and all that kind of stuff, so fine, whatever. Flea got into three categories that was historic, and I'm happy for it, but I'm happy for Questlove too.
1: That was a huge win for Flea, and um, a lot of people have heard about it and should see it. It's a, it's a great, great movie. I mean, there is an argument um, that people have been giving me that the international voters will go for Flea, and the American voters will go for Summer of Sol, but there are more American voters than international, so, so we shall see. Uh, I have, as the spoiler, uh, Attica, um, because so many people have been telling me about how they responded to it, as I did, with a great. And deal Stanley of shock Nelson and is a very
0: well-respected documentary filmmaker, and, and especially in the doc branch. So, but it hasn't been as visible this season as these other two were discussing. So. That's
1: probably true, uh, but maybe people caught up with it at the end. You know, you 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 only vote for in theory. You vote for the movies you've seen in, right. in categories where you've seen all the movies. Of course, One that's not true. That's
0: definitely not true. So costume
1: design. What's your guess? Hmm.
0: It's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, I would say that, again, Nightmare Alley is the kind of movie that in another year would be strong in a category like this. I don't think West Side Story has been really talked about that much in terms of costumes. And Dune, you know, felt like a weird goth party I didn't want to go to. So I feel like Cruella has the edge here. And I believe you agree. That is
1: it. That's the one, Jenny Bevan, who did uh, Mad Max Fury Road. I remember her walking down the aisle at the Oscars with her sort of wild hair and a sort of punk outfit. I loved it. I loved her. She's a um, character. She's, she's, uh, she's, she's, it's just an amazing cost. You know, it's set in London in, in, in the 80s, in the London fashion world, and it goes for broke. I mean, it's just extraordinary. Maybe,
0: maybe two for broke, if you, if you ask me. But, <laughs> but I did appreciate it's that. It's a lot of
1: fun. A lot of fun. And Emma Stone certainly went along with her. And then, all right, so this is one of the big uh, categories where you have a, a, a sort of mano-duel mano, uh, mano duel to the death going on. And it's hard to say which one is going to win. Is it Greg Fraser of Dune? or Ari Wegner. Wait, which category are we talking about? Cinematography.
0: Aha. A tough one. Yes. Another one, as you said at the beginning, where it's like it could make or break your your pole. And, and whether or not you win it. So where did you land ultimately?
1: This was hard. Uh, this is hard because because every, uh, as I've said before, every one of these has a narrative. And Ari Wegner it would be the first woman to win in this category. And she did an amazing job on The Power of the Dog working with Jane Campion. Um, likely that Jane Campion wins Best Director. So she yeah. gets that win. Do they also give it to the cinematography, which is probably the most stunning thing in a way about the power of the dog is its look. Um, But the Badoon is on another level altogether.
0: And big movies do sometimes win in categories like this, as we saw with say inception a few years ago. So you know, like we said earlier, when you can picture the world, you think of it when you think of cinematography going down this list. So that seems like a, a pretty and it's the full
1: academy going for it. Um, but in so. another
0: year, you could also see something like Macbeth with its gorgeous black and white. I mean, it's it's a, the visuals of that movie, the German expressionism vibes are, are so powerful. So it's, it really I don't is think it's, it's um,
1: been seen by enough people or or loved by enough people, but uh, it it is stunning as well. Um, so then we, we did, uh, let's see. Animated feature is where your movie Encanto will take the prize. My
0: movie, my movie. Why? Because I have Colombian relatives.
1: No, because you voted (laughs) for best song for Encanto. Yes.
0: Well, I, what I was saying there is that Encanto seems like a very popular movie. So maybe that has a trickle down effect. The movie's fine. I mean, I enjoyed it in certain parts. The emotion is there. It's, it's not Pixar's year, it seems. So, so unfortunately for, um, for for uh you know Luca that doesn't seem to be in the no. cards and It doesn't Flea. compete with
1: Luca doesn't compete with Encanto and, yeah, Flea and, and Raya hasn't and the last either. dragon doesn't compete Raya with Encanto. Hasn't. but Mitchell's one, that one competes
0: Mitchell's versus Machines is a popular movie This is movie. a
1: close race actually.
0: If it if something wins it's that one and it would not be that surprising. I mean the director he came to the New York Film Critics Circle Award. He was like a huge movie nerd. He was so popular. I'm sure that campaign has Mike gone Reanda great. It's
1: great. Well, that's what's yeah. fun about meeting animators. Animators are fun.
0: They're quirky characters. They're like, like their characters, game. you know. Yep. They're
1: they're yep. this guy has a big rubber face, you know. He's he's really fun. He laughs yep. a lot. Mike Rianda. Um, yeah. but it does seem so, but like it's like the producers also. It's Chris it's, it's it's Chris Miller and Phil Lord Lord. Miller.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Who had COVID, so they couldn't come to New York Film Critics Circle. So they did a video from their hotel room, which I thought was very 2022. But in any case, we'll see. They're what happens. always
1: entertaining, too. Um, but but the, the thing about the Mitchells versus the Machines is it's this quirky, dysfunctional family, and it and the way that they broke down the 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 animation was to create a much grittier feel, a more naturalistic feel, and 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 the Encanto is sort of the opposite. Encanto is this overwrought, big, glitzy, you know, kind of melodramatic charged thing. And 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 I found it to be a bit too much, honestly. Uh, I prefer the Mitchells versus the Machines, but the music in Encanto is great. So it has the lin Manuel Miranda music, and that's why everyone loves
0: it. The music is strong, the emotion is there too. Yeah. I mean it does it's a tearjerker in a big way. so you got to give it that as well yeah yeah, all right so encanto has got it most likely what's next
1: now we're going to get to the two screenplay categories now these are tough these are rough i lost sleep last night and because also they're
0: super important in other ways obviously yeah I Uh, adapted in particular i
1: adapted i'm having a better time with than original but in all right so there's three women vying Sean Hedder for CODA, Maggie Gyllenhaal for The Lost Daughter, she won The Scripter, Sean Heder the, won the WGA and the BAFTA, Jane Campion won the Critics' Choice. So, I, uh, and they all, you know, did a great job. They, these are extraordinary screenplays. Um, Gyllenhaal has been on a bit of a run, winning the Spirits, you know, and uh, the first-time director at the DGA. Uh, but um, she's not nominated for Best Picture. So which one would you pick for the win?
0: I guess it has to be Coda, which portends a Best Picture win, obviously, because it just feels like the enthusiasm for that movie and the way it's being talked about more generally, you know, in terms of the achievement of a, a hearing director making a deaf language movie. I mean, we haven't heard much about the adaptation process, obviously. People aren't talking about that film it was adapted from, but they La see Coda there. Billet,
1: which yeah, is also I mean, a it, hit.
0: Yeah, but never got much of a presence here. I mean, most people who see Coda did not see that film unless they're in France. And I don't think those. it's not a shot for shot
1: remake, as some people have tried to suggest. I mean, she really moved it into the the, the deaf world. That's what she did. They used hearing actors in the French version.
0: I would love to see Power of the Dog take this category. The pattern isn't really there. I think the way that that movie unfolds with so much unsaid is really remarkable. And of course, something like Lost Daughter, which is an adaptation of a very complex novel in terms of the different time periods and stuff is, is a pretty strong accomplishment for a first time filmmaker. Absolutely right. Uh, But I think Coda's got that one in the bag. There's no
1: question. I agree with you. So the next one is original. So this is the situation where, where you have, don't look up going, which won the WGA where belfast wasn't eligible so it wasn't there and that meant that don't look up beat licorice pizza at the wga and you had licorice pizza winning bafta and that represents in some ways the international voters if you think about it you know um european sensibility if you like um and i would say that inside the academy the most sophisticated i'm I'm overgeneralizing, but but the more sophisticated voters, I think, respect Paul Thomas Anderson a good deal. Um, perhaps in more than Kenneth Brana.
0: I really I don't know. the The narrative seemed like it was in his favor for a while, but then the Belfast campaign seemed a bit more convincing to me. and And Branna being obviously somebody who is really good at working the room and so forth. Paul Thomas Anderson is not super into doing that. Well,
1: that's that's so. not what he he's he 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 showed up and he did Q and As and stuff. Um, um, the thing about it is is do you give? You know, Paul Thomas Anderson's been nominated eleven times.
0: It's just insane because you think about the kinds of movies he makes and how little he you know is a self promoter. And Bran
1: has been nominated eight times.
0: Yeah. McKay McKay's would, he the one
1: it. who's actually won a couple of times. I mean, sure. he's, he, he, he won for the big short, um, big adapted screenplay, uh, whether it was him or the other guy, the, uh, whether he did it with the other, anyway, his movie he won. He did win. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the question here is, is does, does Licorice Pizza take it? Does Belfast take it? Or does Don't Look Up take it? And each of them, this would be the only thing they would win
0: mm-hmm. this
1: year. If they won this category and it's their best shot, I was
0: predicting don't look up for editing, but I hear what you're saying from where you're coming from. I mean, to me, it feels like Belfast. It's just I got I got stuff in the mail from Focus Features like they spent money. But you talk
1: about this as though it's all about campaigns and I don't think it feels like
0: it. I mean, I just feel like campaign just buy an it?
1: Oscar. You cannot just buy an Oscar. It's, it, it comes down to whether the voters like the movie or not in the end. And, and a lot people of people like don't it. like Belfast.
0: Well, but I think that more I people mean, I
1: like think... licorice pizza and but, say but nice but things about like... it than bad things. More people say bad things about Belfast than they do about licorice pizza.
0: But I think also, I mean, people like Kenneth Branagh quite a bit they do and there's there's an element of that in play that you can't fully so discount i want to see pta win you're being cynical Oscar, now me? so i'm being, being a me bit what, you, a what would
1: you vote for
0: i would vote for licorice pizza there you because go because i think it's the best of that category so
1: that's what i finally so. went with myself i finally said i'm an academy voter which one would i vote for because there's nothing telling me what everyone else is doing it, it, there's no way to measure this
0: and by the way, I like how PTA also kind of on the side is campaigning for worst person in the world. Like he did q and A Q&A with great. those people. I know. So I know. Not it's the great. maybe maybe the neon approved it because uh, they needed the bump, or and uh, you know his people approved it because they knew that it wasn't going to win. But it's still interesting when you see those things line up. So that was cool. All right, so we got the those categories out, and now we can get into performances. What do so we have next?
1: Performances. Here? We'll start with uh, best supporting actress. This is pretty clearly Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. She's the breakout. She's the first Afro Latina openly queer. Um, she's incredible in the movie as Anita, uh, the role that was originated by Rita Moreno, who won the Oscar for it. So yeah. it just feels like that's the narrative no one will. Yeah, deny. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it does feel like a very strong narrative, like even Dame Judy Dench can't topple this particular moment. And that's exciting. It'll be a really cool speech and all that Judy, stuff. I,
1: Judy won before
0: she did, and I do, and I do feel like there's an argument for Ellis in the sense that she's got that big scene. It's just absolutely she's amazing. Kirsten
1: Dunst is amazing. It's amazing. She's never been nominated before. I found I was sort of shocked by that.
0: Yeah, and she but wants it. She'll I'm come sure back. she'll, she'll come keep back. at it. Yeah. All right. All so right. We got so one supporting down.
1: actor, we know.
0: Man, I don't know.
1: Troy I, Troy Kotzer.
0: I no, no I know. I agree. It's Troy Kotzer, but I, but I feel like. Ugh, all right. I'll, I'll say it's Troy Kotzer. Let's keep going. Well, <laughs> Supporting actress. It, or, or su- it
1: started out being Cody Smith. Big. Feet, right. Right. And and the critics groups gave him awards and and it was understood that that's where it was going to go. And then it changed. And They moved
0: on. They moved on. Yeah. And he's been and he's, uh, Ever he's since a real SAG, breakout star. Yeah. He's won
1: every single thing. And yep. if you look at Coda, Troy Kotzer Is the heart and soul of it it's why it works
0: so best actress let's talk about that one because that category seems like a lot of people have already sort of decided is chastain's to lose but it feels to me like there is enthusiasm for a few other performances here now you went with chastain got that out of the way but i would argue that there is a lot of goodwill for penelope cruz And she's one supporting. She has not won actress. It's the it's one of two categories where it's nominated. It's not winning the other category. She's campaigned. She's shown up. All the enthusiasm is around that performance for that movie. So I think she could really pull it off.
1: She's won before. And so my argument is that Olivia Colman for The Lost Daughter and um nicole kidman for being the ricardos and penelope cruz they've all won the oscar before and the narrative now is that jessica chastain who produced this movie and went through this extraordinary transformation and created this character um is is in fact overdue she's been nominated before and not won. and yeah. kristen stewart has never been nominated before this is her first time if people liked Spencer better, they might go for Kristen Stewart because I think it's an incredible performance. But yeah. um, it, I, it, I don't uh, but she has won because she's been on the circuit and she has been charming and and extremely likable on the. It's circuit. It's been so amazing for her career in her. that respect. Yeah, yeah,
0: but I'm still I feel like something could still happen. Like with anyway. Yeah, I've well, talked to I people who here.
1: voted for her. Yeah. you're not you're not wrong.
0: no, yeah. we'll so we'll see what happens there. People can sort of make their own educated guesses. And that brings us to actor. So, so that's
1: going to be Will Smith.
0: Seems pretty easy to, to uh, another one where it was like Cumberbatch had that momentum out of the bag Need to win the bag. Yep. Yeah. Didn't it didn't come through. And Will Smith is just there's star power there. He's been nominated before, hasn't won buried himself in this performance, but everybody loves the guy who worked the room and so forth. So that's easy. And then director seems pretty easy, as we already said. So
1: Jane Campion is going to win that no matter what gaffes she She'll made. be
0: relieved Yeah, <laughs> be and, done. Then,
1: and then we come to best picture. So are you on the CODA train?
0: I feel like it's really hard to call it any other way based on the kind of educated guesses we've been making over the course of this conversation. Like, I want to say that, you know, to me, Power of the Dog is just the better movie and I would vote for it, and so will lots of Academy members. And I'm sure it will have its support. But when it's we close. go through these categories and you get to adapted screenplay and you see how likely Dakota is to win there, it feels like it just lines up too powerfully. And again, I will say the campaign after that movie was not for Best Picture did get very strong. I mean, the movie has been very visible. In the last few weeks everybody's yeah. talking about and it, and there's
1: some recency bias there where people have caught up yep. with it and they go yeah i really love this yep. movie the, the 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 question is you know if given that power of the dog has 12 nominations and has won so many of the precursors you could assume that maybe most of the voters are a lot of voters are going to put it at number one Yeah. And then it has to get to 50% of of the voters. And and if it doesn't get there right away, they reallocate the different ballots from the bottom. You know, they eliminate them and look at their second choice and their third choice, and they move them around. Like if there were stacks of chips, you would just keep moving the chips around. And you can end up with the movie that's in third place, getting the most of those second and third place chips. So what do you think is
0: in third place here, King Richard?
1: It's possible
0: that would be insane. I would be because nobody's would talking be about it right now. It's that, just has editor, that has editor
1: that has a lot of the bells and whistles that you need to. What uh, has Will Smith, to too?
0: I mean, I feel like but people we, are voting because for of Will Smith, they, right? They're
1: saying that's the way he's
0: also a producer there. I mean, it's so when he campaigns for himself, he also campaigns for best picture in, in an interesting sort of way. But in any case, I think it's going to be a fun night. You can enjoy it as you watch the show because you'll also be seeing people. We're going to have a good time there. We're going to... It's almost like going to a film festival party but on a grand scale to well, me. I'll be
1: rooted you know? at my seat as usual, because we're going to be in the rafters and you're going to be working. I'm going to run
0: around as and usual. I'll keep checking in on you, seeing how things are going, but but do check our be...
1: reports because I'm curious to see uh, from the first hour. I'm curious to see if people say mean things, if they protest, yes. if you know, Hans Zimmer isn't showing up, you know, it's, it's all going to be do people talk about the and war and so out.
0: forth. Are there going to be weird bits that don't land or a, people. I mean, for all the arguments about does anybody care about the Oscars when you're at the center of it, there is sort of like this rush of excitement about the the dare of pulling off a live event like this on, on a pretty big scale and, and being at the center of it. You know, I love going on this journey with you. I mean oh, I, I still ca- too, I still yeah. care about these movies. I mean, it's come true. on. It's I'm true. not sick of talking about Power of the Dog or Coda or even Dune which I didn't, you know, love because I think that there's always something worth digging into here. So, let's finish it up and then, you know, on Monday morning, we'll gradually come out of a haze and hopefully you get a chance to uh, to take a break. We'll see we'll see what happens then, but then we can talk a bit about what actually happened with uh, with some fresh eyes. So, I'll see okay. you soon in. Yeah.
1: Okay.